0: to sing, they were not singing because they wanted to sing. They sang because God's agenda was born. Uh, Some of you, the only reason you are not dead is because God had something to do with you. So the day you were born, God was dancing and God was singing. Now think about it. Think about it. If I think about myself and how many people God has used me to impact. God saw this day ahead so imagine when I was born for many of you you have not even scratched the surface of the calling God has for you and that is why God has brought you on here tonight many times I tell people I said, if you are not destined to meet me you will not meet me you are not online because you want to be online you are online because God touched your heart if you are not destined to fulfill the call of God on your life you will not be here tonight There's something about you. There's something about you. You unravel me With a
1: melody And you surround me with A song Of deliverance From my enemies, till my fears are gone. From my mother's womb, and you have chosen me, you love. Born again to a family your blood flows through my veins you will run for me
0: True, faithful and true, faithful and true, faithful and true, faithful and true. Tonight is a night. The Lord Himself will be ministering to people in their rooms tonight. For many of you, your rooms already filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit the presence of the lord the lord said to me he said at a certain time he didn't tell me the time there a certain time in the service he said the angels will begin the will begin the ministrations in the rooms so don't be afraid when a hand touches you because tonight there will be encounters ah ah
1: Já amo vagar. Anyways, amo voltar again. Alô, 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 Oh, yeah, masá?
0: Heaven will be amazing. I tell you, heaven will be amazing. I want to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus. Times those who speak against Jesus, if they meet him, can they talk? Can they talk? John said, I fell to my feet as dead. That's involuntary worship. His presence commands worship. The presence of the king, oh heaven will be amazing today. I jokingly said to some people, I said, Sometimes we say when we get to heaven, we'll join the choir. I don't want to join any choir, <laughs> I will sing choir on earth and go to heaven. Do I go and join choir? No, let me worship my king, no department." You know, sometimes even on earth, the glimpses that the Holy Spirit gives us, sometimes we can't even talk. Sometimes I lie on my bed and I'm like, "Mm, mm, mm." May God give you an encounter today. The presence of our Jesus. The presence of our Jesus you know some people are some people still want to, oh let's start the prayer let's start the prayer relax listen let me tell you something many times when you are you are taught how to do something your efficiency is better a lot of people pray and they never have results because they are never taught the way of prayer says when an axe blunt he said much effort required is required He said, "But wisdom is profitable to direct that means when you have direction in prayer you you gain more profit in prayer so don't be in a hurry to pray get the wheels on which you ride your prayer on i want to show you a way with god that will begin the prayer but jesus is beautiful and i prophesy that in this generation young people Will fall in love with Jesus more than ever before. I prophesied. The power of God is here. I want to show you a few things. I'm going to show you a way with God. Mark chapter 11, and we we'll begin the prayer. Remember, we have an hour of prayer to do. Don't worry, we are ready to go. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Jesus was teaching something. I'm going to bring out a principle here for you. I'm not here to preach. I'm just giving you some keys that we can... He said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. I'm going to break this down. Stay at verse 24. I'm going to break this down for you to understand a way with God. Now, notice that at the last at the last side he said, and ye shall have them. Alright, so in this kingdom, having... Is the end result of what he said before, and ye shall have them. So we don't just have things; things you will have if they are going to be spiritual things that will come into the physical. If they are going to, it's going to be God's way because the devil can have make you also have. All right, the devil can make you have. He told Jesus Christ that I will give you. And the Bible never said he was lying. He said, because they have been delivered unto me. And Jesus Christ didn't say he was lying. That means the devil also had, and he could have given him. So the devil can give you, the world can give you. But if it's going to be God's way, if you're going to do it through God's method and God's way, he said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire. Desire is God's tracking number. If God wants to, let me, me take it away from just God. If a spirit wants to track a man, he puts in him a desire. When God wants to track a man, he puts in him a desire. Now, desire is God's invitation. When God put desire in the heart of a man, what God has done is God has given himself permission to always invade the man. So you notice that Bible said, it is God who worketh in us. And God's work, what is God's work? He said two things he works. He said both to will and to do. The word will over there means both to desire. So sometimes men discover their destiny just by simple desire. It is God's work. Sometimes people think it is a calling only when you see an angel. No. Sometimes one of the ways God calls a man and God tracks a man is by giving him a desire. Desire is the life of life. When a man loses desire, that man is no longer going anywhere. Why? Because if he loses desire for what he's called to do, he would never be motivated. I said something when I was in Lagos. I said, uh, passion is a painkiller. When a man is passionate about something, even the pains that he goes through, like I said, a man, somebody went to the gym and when I saw the faces he was making while gymming, I was wondering why he was gymming. Because... On earth will be going through pain and be enjoying it. But because of the passion he has for the gym, when he leaves the metal, no matter the pain, he is looking forward to something. So there is a passion that has been put inside him and that passion is inside him. So every man's calling, the, the starting point, if it is going to be a spiritual thing, it is always beginning with a desire. Desires are very important. God put desire into a man, so He said, "Whatsoever thing you desire, a man without a desire, a man without a desire can commit suicide. Because when the desire is burning, you will look for ways. Because that desire is a burn. So you see, desire is another another thing. Uh, we, the same thing we call fire. You see, it's the same thing we call fire. But you see, one thing people get wrong is that the devil can also put in you a desire then things can also give you a desire. You see, but God also gives desire. So, how do you know that this desire is from God, that desire is not from God? Desire is a, is a fire, and, and it's a function of God's hand. You see, no man can call God for a meeting. God is the one who gives invitations. That is why some people wonder why we love, we love God like this. It is not us. Three days ago, I was... Seeing, I, I was uh, uh, seeing something on, on social media, on Twitter, and a man said, three things, choose one. Three things, choose one. God, your mother, one billion dollars. What will you choose? And I, I was talking with Pastor Claude, I said, have you seen this? Even my mother knows my answer. I said, my mother knows my answer. We don't think about it. We, this one, we don't think about it. But you see, when I saw people's answers, you realize that, you know, I, I said to myself, I said, Jesus, what did you do to me? You see, there is such a fire and passion for God that when I I cannot make a full conversation with somebody without mentioning Jesus. The the desire is there; it was put in by there. It's a fire in the Book of Leviticus. God was the one who started the fire, but He told them that they should make sure the fire does not go out. But bear in mind that God is the one who gives that invitation of fire—a desire. And that's what God's going to do for some people tonight. Give them a desire, a burning passion for him that will burn in their heart and burn in their soul that they'll never be able to forget. That's what God did to some of us. We didn't start like this. We're never like this. One day we gave our hearts to Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost came and became a a fire in us. Now I'm going to divide desire into two because this is where leadership is born. This is where greatness is born. Desire is is, um, divided into two main parts. The first one is the passion and the fire and the love that you have for the Lord. The other one is a burden. A desire can come in the form of a burden. Something that gives you sleepless nights. A desire can also be, you know, the, the language. You see, when a man does not pay attention to burdens, he can never be great. Because all leadership is born on burdens. The one who made the laptop, his motivation was not money. The one, the one who made... um, uh the light bulb his motivation was not money most of them wanted to solve a problem some of them god put that thing inside them and deep down inside them they felt like humanity rested on their shoulders so when a man ignores burdens that man has ignored his destiny whatsoever thing you desire whatsoever thing you desire so you pay, every great man must pay attention to the burdens at the back of his shoulder sometimes you are born and and you find yourself when you see poor people something moves on your inside when you see children something moves on your inside there are many times okay, burdens were furnished in my heart many times i'll find myself crying david said so you see it is desire i'll divide it into two it is passion for the lord and burden for the lost you see when your desire is money, you are you, you are last okay when your desire is, is things, you, 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 you didn't live. You didn't live. And I was telling Pastor Claude, I said, it is only poor people who pick that one billion dollars. You know why? Because when you make one million dollars, you realize your problem was never money. Have you stayed in a seven bedroom before? You realize that man can only sleep in one room. The first time I went to live in a two bedroom, I'll move to the hall, then I'll move to the bedroom, then I'll move to the study room. And I said, haha, no wonder Solomon said vanity. I couldn't even divide myself into all the rooms. I could not watch TV at the same time. I couldn't watch all my gadgets at the same time. I said, Kai. Then you realize. See, so some people make so much money and their money now becomes their problem. They have to now build a wall and high security men. to This is that their money now becomes a problem. Am I against money? No. When money is a tool to, to accomplish desire, you realize you are living. You realize you are living. That's why I love, I love um, DSP Corizapo. He got so high in police uh, and he still had to come and, and do music because it is something you can't kill it. You will never realize you are alive until you, you, you go in the direction of your destiny. Desire. Desire. Desire, it is a passion for the Lord and a burden for the lost. David says something. Let let me show you what, what David said. He said, rivers of water ran down my eyes. Psalm 119 verse 136. Betting for the lost. There are many of you, if you can just catch this thing from me today, you realize your prayer points will reduce. He said, rivers of waters ran down my eyes because they keep not thy law. He says, I, because I saw people not doing the word of God. He said, rivers of waters were running down my eyes. David was speaking. He said, he said, my problem was not that I've not eaten. Home. This is David's talk. He said, my problem was not that I've not eaten. My problem was that people were not obeying God. That was my problem. That was David's problem. That was making him cry. David's problem was not that he didn't get admission. He said, a rivers of water ran down my eyes. He said, because they keep not thy law. Hmm. A passion for the Lord and a burden for the lost. Listen, when you go, many times I talk to people, when you go on social media, when you go on places, Right And people are defying the name of God. Let that burning desire rise up into... Uh, David said, he said, the zeal. The Lord's house has come to you. He said, I was insulted by the, insulted, the insult of God. He said, anybody who insulted God, insulted me? That's what David said. To the extent that when I go, sometimes my heart can bow so much when people are defying the name of God. Desire. Desire. If desire is missing in a man's life, he's not going anywhere. If desire is missing in a man's life, he's not going anywhere. When you have a passion for the Lord, when you have a passion for the Lord, you will see the Lord. Many times I can pray. I can pray. And I will cry. I will cry. I said, Jesus. 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 And I know many Christians are going to be raptured. Many Christians are going to be raptured. But I have one agenda. That I will, I will book a meeting with Jesus. I will be in the room. All of you, if you come, I will not go. I will not leave the place. Ah. Desire. Whatsoever you desire. Go back to Mark chapter 11. Now we are going to have him. Just remember that we are still going to have him. But it, starts, it starts with a desire. <laughs> desire. He said, Whatsoever thing you desire, then he says, When ye pray. Mark 11, verse 24. When ye pray. So, desire, then we come to pray. <laughs> now, the mystery of prayer is that when a desire begins in a man's heart, God does not expect the man to act. This is why people get it wrong. When a desire begins in a man's heart, many people move into action. Listen, I've gone to, when, when I was very active in music, I realized that sometimes I went to certain programs, and they have publicized, and they have, they have talked, all right? They have done everything they want, and you can see purely from their heart, they wanted to really do a program for God. And some of them say, oh, we want to do a youth program, a program for the youth in our church, then they will... Invite 10 ministers, thinking the ministers will make the, the, the whole full. Alright? Then they will publicize, publicize, do a lot of publicity on social media and all that. Today I was told something. They sent me a video. One of our, our programs, the video was used by another church to do publicity for their program. And some of my guys sent it to me and said, this is what is going on. And, and I said, oh, no, don't worry. In the spirit, you don't use somebody's identity. People think it's a publicity that makes people, you know. No, 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 no. There's something in the air that supports us. Because when I have a desire for something, I don't move to, to action. That's the mistake people make. But most of them, when they have a desire, the next thing is, okay, we have a desire. Let's call this person. Let's call that person. Let's go and do this. You, you No. Desire is what God puts in a man to push him. When desire comes, the man is supposed to retreat. When desire comes, the man is now supposed to turn back. I told, I told you people at, at camp, I said God operates a backward principle. When a man meets God, the next direction is never forward. Whatsoever thing you desire, don't move into action. He said, you now Pray. So, the calling God gave you is supposed to take you back to God. So, the thing God gave in your heart is supposed to take you back to God. Whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, when you pray. Now, I'm going to show you a few dynamics of prayer. This is why people get it wrong when it comes to prayer. Some people think prayer is all about answers. No, Jesus Christ said something. Let me show you. The book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 6 verse 6. Verse 6. Jesus Christ says, But when you pray, go into your room. Hold on. That means, you see, that means prayer is never an outside job. I'll show you why. Prayer is never an outside job. If you don't have a room life, you will never have a victory life. (laughs) I just said something. You need to have a room life. You see, your Christianity, a man who has a room life can never backslide. Your Christianity is on the rocks because all 90% of your Christianity is impression. It's for people to know that you're a Christian. It's for you to go to church on Sunday. You need a room life. He said, but when you pray, go into your room. So, are we saying, if we pray in church, it's not, uh, because that one is on the outside. No, he's not talking about a physical room. There are prayer rooms. There are prayer rooms, and there are different kind of rooms. That is why we don't use the same kind of prayer everywhere, because when you read the scriptures, time will not permit me to show you every scripture, but I'll just touch on many of these things so that we can go to the next thing. Prayer rooms, and you have to know that is why it's so important to speak in tongues. If you don't speak in tongues tonight, as we begin the prayer, you will start speaking in tongues. It happened in one of our Instagram live sessions. I said, just touch your phone; you begin to speak in tongues, and people began to speak in tongues. All right? So again, that's why it's so important to speak in tongues because when you begin to pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit now guides you into the room that you are supposed to be. People have started speaking in tongues. The testimony is already flowing. The Holy Ghost will not tell you which room you are supposed to be. So, it's not about, I have a request, I'm trying to tell God. No. The Holy Ghost will tell you which room, because there are different kinds of rooms. The first kind of room that, that prayer holds is bedroom. That's a place of intimacy. There are certain things you and your wife can never do outside. Bedroom. Where God and you begin to have righteous romance. Where you and God begin to mingle together and you find yourself crying, you find yourself worshipping, you feel the love of God burning your heart, that is bedroom. Bedroom is so important because that is where we get pregnant, with visions. A man can never have vision from God without intimacy. bedroom. It's so important. So, you need a room life. Sometimes, when you feel like I'm showing you this little science, alright? As a priest, working with God for some years, I, I, I yeah. sometimes when you are walking outside, and you begin to feel the presence of God, look for somewhere. God wants to do something. Because when you still find yourself walking outside, and the Holy Ghost is trying to push you, let's go inside, let's go, and you're still walking outside, he will just withdraw. He will just withdraw. And you will lose the thing he wants to do. Sometimes when it begins to hit you like that. I remember one time. After It was after church. Many years ago. Those times we used to close, uh, close church. Then we would go to uh, pick, trotter and go home. While I was going to pick the car. The Holy Ghost said, don't pick a car. He said, walk. He said, walk home. So I found myself walking. And I was alone. While I was walking, I was alone. I was walking. I was walking. And things were happening to me. Tears were coming. I didn't know what was going on. I just entered my room. When I entered my room, I just lay on the floor post That was one of the days God said everything about my future to me. If I had missed it, it would never come to pass. Why? Because what God cannot say, God cannot do. Bedroom. There's another kind of room. Sometimes the case is not about Intimacy. So, don't try to worship when it is that one. That is courtroom. He said a parable to them to the end that they will know that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And what was the parable he used to describe prayer? He said, A certain woman and a judge, courtroom activated. Sometimes the case requires that you produce your cause and bring forth your strong reasons. At that time, intimacy will not suffice. At that time, you need to go into prayer that will cause you to present your case because you have activated judiciary. There has to be a legislation and mitigation. That's why some people, there are some people that don't have a prayer life. Remember I said bedroom is very important. They have a prayer life because they have a good voice. Always they want to sing. Sometimes, you, don't, sometimes you, are not, you are not needed to sing Except the Holy Ghost gives you a song as a weapon of war the, You know some people say Oh worship is a weapon No, in this kingdom there is nothing that is a weapon The only thing that is a weapon is the instruction of God It's when God tells you sing That the singing will produce something If God tells you clap Rest assured, something will happen. If God tells you, don't do anything, lie down, be still and know that I am God. So, in, uh, is see, everything revolves around the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost will be the one. Sometimes, I want to pray about something, I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking for this. By the time I'm done, I just find myself speaking in tongues. And I'm speaking in tongues. When I check my spirit, I just realize that, no, this prayer will take some more. It will take some more prayer. It will take some more prayer. And I know that at that time, why do we speak in tongues? Sometimes it's not because we, we, we are saying something that God should hear. Speaking in tongues just provides us the platform for us to capture God in our consciousness. And speaking in tongues help us to make that contact. The Bible talks about the spirit and the flesh. It says the spirit and the flesh are at war. Let me explain a word. There's a difference between a war and a battle. A battle is fought once. War is a series of battles. So the spirit and the flesh are always at war. That means you will keep, have to win the battles of the spirit and the flesh. That's why speaking in tongues and other things the Holy Ghost has given us that will keep God in our consciousness. So while you are speaking in tongues, so that you, do, you are not distracted, while you are speaking in tongues and speaking in tongues, then you are presenting your strong reasons. Father, you said in your word this. You said, that. what are you activating? Court room. But there's another kind of room. It's called the labor ward. Paul said, my little children in whom I travel in bed until Christ is forming you. This is why many people miss it. Sometimes you get a vision for God. Until you travel, it never comes out. This is why some people get it wrong. Oh, I heard. God said to me, God said this. You have to understand that things in the spirit must be born. He said, until Zion at the time Zion traveled, she brought forth a man child. Zion had to travel. Had to travel. Do you know about the travel in prayer? The travel, the prayer of travel, that, that prayer is not sweet, but just like a labor word. Sometimes, you know, I, talk, I, I was telling one young man one time, a great, a great friend of mine, and I was telling him, I said, listen, when, for example, our church, and it's my normal life, that's why I taught the church. As I said, when we receive prophecies from God in a camp, the next thing is we call for a week of prayers. Why? But we prayed at camp. What are we coming to do at week of prayers again? At camp, we did mingling with God. We did bedroom with God. After camp, we are pregnant. What do we do? We have to go and give dates. So there is no demon out of hell that can stop the prophecy from happening because we travel till it is born. Hmm. So, for what for the for the for whatever you have on your on your on your prayer list, whatever it is, some of you might be bedroom. Sometimes, for some of you, it must be court room, because there is a rebellion that the devil has lifted against what God said to you. So you must go to court. And some of you, it must be labor ward. You must go and give birth to the details. There's a last one by I won't talk about that now so that we can start praying. The last one is a laboratory, but I won't talk about that now. That's where we create. Then he says, Go back to Matthew, uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 24. If, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Now, the third one is believe that you receive. Now, what he's saying over here is not two separate things. He's not saying believe and receive. He said believe that you receive is the same thing. What is he talking about? He's talking about the action of faith. Believe that you have received. Now, check the the sentence well. Believe that you receive. That means you have to act like you've received. So here he's not talking about feeling faith or being... Now, one time, I saw it again on Instagram. But this one was from another Christian brother. Then I realized the reason why Christians' faith fail. They don't understand faith. They posted a video of some women who were in Nigeria who were saying, Coronavirus no go fit, come here. Coronavirus no abuja thing." Then they wrote under it, strong faith. That is nothing. It is not any faith. It is nothing. The fact that somebody is expressing Vim doesn't make it faith. What the women were doing is, I read, it's good, it's fine. Faith is a spiritual substance. It is born. It is born. I'll give you four factors of faith. All right? The four things that will make you know that faith has been born. Number one is conviction. It's a conviction in your heart. It's a conviction born from the word of God in your heart. So you are convicted or you are convinced about the word of God in your heart. The first one is the conviction. So, What they were saying, Abuja, it has nothing to do with the word of God. So, if they're expressing vim, but it's not faith, they don't call it faith. There are some people who say, Hey, we go feed to we go feed, they will go out and they will fail and come back and say, It was God. No, faith is born, it's a spiritual substance. Faith is said, now faith is the substance, so faith is a spiritual substance. So, the first one is the conviction. then there's confession. Why you now speak as a result of your conviction. Why you now speak as a result of your conviction. So, the confession doesn't come first. It's the conviction first. You are are convicted about it in your heart. Jesus Christ said, "If, if, if you shall say to this mountain, be moved and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart. So once there's an altar of doubt in your heart, you have not yet been convicted. The the conviction has not happened. So the conviction first, then the confession. After the confession, you now move to the consciousness. Time will not permit me. Let me just mention the things that produce a consciousness. The things that produce a consciousness in a man. Because consciousness is so important. That's the mental realm of faith. Where at that point, you are not trying to believe, it becomes a knowledge. The things responsible for consciousness are your convocations, your conversations, and your associations. Consciousness and your consistency. It enters your consciousness when it David said, I've said the Lord always before my eyes. Like God told the children of Israel. He said, bring these laws. He said, put them as fronted before your eyes. He said, they should be everywhere. On your door it should be everywhere. So it enters your consciousness. So until if you now enter a place in your, in your spirit, in the spirit, you enter a place and say, I'm not trying to believe that I'm born of God. At that time, I'm not trying to believe that I'm born of God. It has now become a consciousness. I am now conscious that I'm born of God. It has become a consciousness. So I a conviction, confession. What's the third one? The consciousness. And, and now, all these three now have to land you in the last one, which is your confidence. You can never tell com- confidence in someone's heart. Confidence has to be shown in the person's action. So the actions you take as a result of your faith. That is why it said. cast not therefore away your confidence, which has great recompense of, your hope, of hope. That means that your, your, your confidence is what casts out your hope. It, said it has great recompense. It pays you. Your confidence, as so you see that the woman had confidence without conviction, confession, and consciousness. So the that God cannot support it. Faith honors God, so God honors faith. So whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive. He said that one it will equal you to what. Having this is how it works in the kingdom know the room you are activating tonight now listen don't pray in positions that will make you sleep Either you are standing, know thyself. Don't say that I'm lying on the bed. Find your place. Or go in one hour of prayer. One hour non-stop of prayer. You watch those TikTok videos. Me, I think I'm one corner. I don't really do the spiritual telephone. And let me tell you, When we pray like that when we pray, many of you send your prayer point. Don't worry about the prayer point. Then before we came here, testimonies have started, so don't worry about it. And don't worry, oh, I'm sick. No, don't take it away. Just do this one. Flow with the Holy Spirit. Ask you, flow with the Holy Spirit, you see what will begin to happen. We will deliver a generation to Jesus. De Zola La cage sur la bronca falemasa. Yeshua! How I Lion of Judah, agune teva.
1: Yeshua! How I see